why it's the legendary Glastonbury Festival. In the festival's 35th year, a thunderstorm at Glastonbury tested the limits of even the hardiest British punters. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. Today is the time that the rain fell at Glastonbury Festival that even had the most ardent of revelers thinking, all right, maybe this is too much now. It happened on this day in weather history. The first festival was held on the day after Jimi Hendrix died. Acts in that first year included Mark Boland, Keith Christmas, Sackridge, Al Stewart, Quintessence, who would play an awful lot of the first several versions of the festival. The crowds for the first one swelled to 1,500, and the price was only one pound, which included free milk from the farm, but I'm not sure how that fits into anything. But anyway, over the decades, the festival has grown exponentially, and it has rained on shows, so there is nothing unusual there. But a quote next day in the Guardian newspaper was, we're used to mud, but this is going too far. A violent torrential deluge claimed by locals to be, quote, the worst storm in 15 years. It pounded Worthy Farm where the festival takes place, flooding the campgrounds, festival site, and parking lots in upwards of four feet of water. Now I've been to some rain-soaked events in my time, but four feet of water would have submerged many of the crappy cars I used to drive back in those days. Quick history of Glastonbury. In 1971, the festival moved to the time of the summer solstice for the first time. It was renamed Glastonbury Fair. Attendance jumped to around 12,000 because it was free admission. I don't think that was the draw, however. I think it had a lot more to do with acts that year that included Hawkwind, Traffic, Joan Baez, and David Bowie. In 1981 now, after several changes to the organization of the event, the name was also changed now to the Glastonbury Festival. But the most memorable change was that it was on this year for this version of the event that it was decided to build the new permanent pyramid stage that everybody knows. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. The 1982 edition of the festival experienced its first weather-related adversity. That was a muddy year with lots of bad weather. In fact, they experienced the highest rainfall for a single day in 45 years. But in 2005, it was simply too much. This year's festival featured White Stripes, Coldplay, New Order, Kaiser Chiefs, and Elvis Costello, among the dozens and dozens and dozens more spread out over many, many stages of entertainment. Then, lightning strikes. Violent electrical storms and flash floods brought chaos to the festival, and it happened fast. Lightning tore a hole in the roof of a beer tent and campers were forced to evacuate as fields became submerged in quickly chest-high water. 
Emergency crews took to a dinghy to paddle between stricken tents and check on flooded revelers, while a mechanical cherry picker was used to literally lift several campers out of the water and into the safety of their bucket. Organizers said close to 100 tents had been completely washed away with all of their possessions, and facilities had to be set up to hand out clothing and new tents to those that were affected. Two months worth of rain hammered down in only several hours. It was called a once in a 100 year occurrence. People were seen swimming in the murky polluted water to get to their tents and announcements were made to stop doing that and to also not to eat or drink anything found floating in those disgusting rivers where there was dry land just a day before. Two stages were hit by lightning as rivers of mud destroyed camps, trapped cars and toppled toilets. That afternoon, the clouds cleared, and in typically British fashion, the 130,000 or so attendees just stuck on their wellies and waited on with the remainder of the festival, as if nothing happened, which went on to be immortalized as Farmageddon. How original. It happened this day in weather history. Tomorrow is June 25th. It was one of the worst floodings in the United States since Hurricane Katrina in August of 2005. At least 16 deaths were related to the flooding and it was attributed to several weather factors that all came together over the region. The 2006 U.S. Midwest flood happened tomorrow and we will bring it back to life, analyzing just what happened. This day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.